Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast, episode 30. This is, a, this is kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. No introduction necessary. We're both named Mike, doesn't that? Yeah, both named Mike. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, on the way here, I was kind of talk, like thinking out loud. I was like, man, we've, we went 29 straight weeks, 29 straight weeks. Then this one, then this one, then this one. Cause we were like, you know, people are going to be upset if we don't <laughs> post an episode. Awesome. Turns out nobody cares. Don't care. No one, knows. no one cares. Nobody knows. Nobody even said anything. Nobody was like, yo, where's episode 30 or like, when's the next episode dropping? Nothing. 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 There's no riots. There's no hate mail sent. Yeah. So here we are. Um, this episode is, uh, you know, once again, brought to you by the best water company <laughs> in the world because it comes in a can. It's saving the environment. So don't be scared. It's just water. Yeah. Dude, my f- I'm slowly getting my family on board. My brother's already in. My brother's already taken. He's already drank the water. He drank everything that you had brought home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's a fan. Uh, my parents, I think my parents are down. I think the cans just kind of freak them out. Yeah. The skulls. Uh, skulls and stuff. I get it. I get it. My niece is kind of not scared. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, this is, it's not even, it's not even like we're not even being funny anymore. At this like point, it, we're not even like trying to be funny yeah. about it. This is just what, what I drink. Yeah. I enjoy this a lot. So. <clears throat> Speaking of things you'll enjoy. So, uh, we've been gone for two weeks, essentially a week, uh, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, uh, went up to big bear while I was gone, and I have something for you. I wanted to get you know what it is, but I, I know what it is, and I'm so excited. I figured I figured it'd be better to show you on 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 air, so you guys, since nobody listens, we have to listen to bags. But yeah, 
Look at Dude. this. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. That is a, we got an XL because the, both ladies that worked at this little shop in Big Bear were under the consensus that it didn't say pre-shunk cotton. So I'm pretty sure that it's going to shrink as soon as you put it in the washing machine. So <clears throat> that is amazing. There it is. There it is. And if you don't watch the YouTube version of this show, watch it. If not, it's a raccoon shirt. It's a full body raccoon shirt. <laughs> if my body didn't look like a Ninja Turtles, I would take my shirt off. I'd rip my shirt off and I'd put this on right now. Oh, man. All right. Well, that being said, let's jump in. Let's go ahead and start the show officially because we haven't been here for a while, so it feels like we got a lot to play catch up on. Uh, MPHC. MPHC. This is our mental health check. This is where we basically just... We just said, just kind of check in, see what we're doing, uh, or where we're at mentally. And, uh, if there's anything that we've done that week or anything that we're doing to help us, you know, you know, for having a good week, uh, what's attributing to that, or if maybe for having not the best week, what are we doing to, uh, you know, what kind of coping mechanisms are we doing? So, um, am I going first? Yeah, go first. All right. So mentally i feel i feel right i feel like i've been um if you would ask me on friday i would have been like i'm spiraling like i was so um i'll go into this more when we get into like the week cap the week and weekend recap but uh um i was on a family vacation and when i got back it just felt like there's so many things i needed to do all at once um and uh and so i was just kind of just drained and i think Yesterday, I really got to, like, finally, like, sleep for real. I think my body just needed to rest. So, um, once I, once, I think, yes, yeah, like, yesterday, I kind of really started to, like, just feel my, my mood and my thinking become a little more, uh, positive, mm-hmm. less so dark and bleak. Yeah. And it was really after I, I finally, um, uh, took, like, a long, a long nap. I got off work around, I don't even know what time, yesterday. When I saw you, I got off, that's when I was getting off. Right, like right around 11. Yeah. Yeah. So I went home and I slept from probably like 12 to about 5. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I just felt, I mean, then I just felt better. I just felt like I was getting, coming to. And, uh, and so today, uh, I feel good. I feel like every week I talk about how I've been like walking or trying to walk, um, I definitely need to get on that. Yeah. I need to like, <laughs> there's a lot of get, things I need to do. Get on the workout plan. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think walking would be helpful if I could do that this week. So, nice. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? <clears throat> um, I am, I am in the process of doing all this stuff for like the build and all this stuff for like the approvals and permits and all this stuff like that so <clears throat> that's where we're kind of at um you guys will see more about it in the in the coming months mm. month or so um like i'm literally just waiting for the go ahead to be like yeah go for it and then that's it you know so um <clears throat> that's kind of where i'm at and then just looking at you know like kind of shifting everything financially looking at everything making sure that um i'm like not over budget on things like that um it like it's it's such a realistically it's such a small thing in the big scheme of like 
everything. Mm. But also at the same time, it's such a big investment that but that makes sense, but also is like a big deal. So mm. it's just a lot to to think about and consider. And then <clears throat> got back into the swing of like working out again this last week. So um, that I've felt a lot better um, on that aspect, even though now it's a fucking 105. <laughs> When I'm in the in the <laughs> garage, just so I definitely gotta, I definitely gotta get up earlier and get that the back to that like 4 a.m. training schedule that I was at originally. When I and are you doing the uh, the body by Andrew workout or? Uh, so I'm building up to it because I have another thing planned, which I don't think I've told you about. I'm gonna tell you about afterwards. Uh-huh. Um, so like right now, I'm just getting back into the groove of like lifting and shit, and then um, kind of like re almost resetting my body. I'm doing like a lot more calisthenic stuff like more cardio and everything and then i'm basically going to restart andrew's plan um as soon as he gives me another plan and i'll i'll tell you more about that i just uh, thought of something awful <clears throat> but i feel like it'd work huh just not eat no well no <laughs> just like you like anyone who any of our friends that we can that we see jesse martin everyone we all put like 50 to 100 bucks in yeah, and in a month we see who loses what. Let's do. Let's do it. Biggest loser. I'm down. Ty is not allowed. I'm still competitive. <laughs> no, Ty can be in it because he's already lost. Like, what can he lose now? True. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on, Ty. Come on. Just in, throw in your hundred bucks. I'm down for that. I'm not do that. I feel like that's one of the only ways where I can really truly <laughs> just to make it a competition to yeah. make it like so aggressively competitive. Yeah, because. I don't think I've ever voiced this out loud, but one of the things I, one of the reasons I like doing diets with my brother is because I'm always so like, I'm always just like, oh, I don't want to do a diet, man. And the minute I can tell he's losing weight, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you get <all laughs> so into it. I get like super. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I want to, oh, I want to be, uh, yeah, and know. you have, you have like a, um, you almost have like a handicap on your side because he's got kids who you know, there, when there's kids around, there's snacks around. There's snacks everywhere now. It's everywhere. awesome. It, Which awful. is awesome for you right now, but not great for the weight. Yeah. Also where I work, it makes it very difficult. Yeah, really good pastries, coffee. I felt real bad the other day. <clears throat> so probably shouldn't say this, but I was in the, the brew line and Mike saw me and he was like, hey, what's your order? So I text him what I wanted. And then I had ordered locks on a bagel. So they're like, oh, you know, like whatever. Uh, and then so he put my order in pretty much before I got up to the front. I still paid for everything, but it was put in beforehand so that we could get everything done and, mm-hmm. you know, we could hang out for a little bit. And the person in front of me attempted to order locks and they're like, oh, we're fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoops. Yes. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't even know what happened. That's weird. And then I get to the front and I was like, yeah, I just had the coffee and the locks bagel cream. She's like, no, 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 we're out of locks. And I was like, no, no, he already put the order in for me. He's like, no, but I think we're out now. Dude, you know what I think? I think it was a brew miracle because I had, I right, was it right when I got off? Around my break, whenever that was, I got a locks, I had gotten a locks bagel. Yeah. And I remember like I ate it and I was going, clocking back into my shift and I got a phone call. And I took an order, and as I'm looking at the order, it said no locks. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that, that just go up." And then when you uh, when you text you text me, can you lock us? I was gonna text you back like, "Oh, we're out," but I was like, oh, "I'm gonna go." I don't know. I went anyway to go ask uh, who I think it was Elena. 
And she's like, no, we still have some. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sick. Well, yeah. The Brew Miracle. Lox toast. It's good. Lox, yeah. Our, it's, our food is good. Yeah, you guys have really good food. Pastries. It's delicious. Anyways, um, so that's, uh, I love how we went from working out and training to right back to being fat and talking <laughs> about pastries and snacks. <laughs> Welcome to our world, kids. This is pretty much what we do all the time. Yeah, these bodies are not accidents. My uh, so yesterday, I you know I went and met up with Mike, and I hadn't seen Mike since the last time. Was the last time we recorded? Probably, yeah. So last time we recorded, and then uh, I was we were there, and my girlfriend texted me and was like, "Oh, what are you up to?" And so I'm with Mike. She's like, "How's it going?" And I was like, "This is the longest we've." we've gone without seeing each other in like two years, yeah. two and a half years. And she's like, what? And I was like, I actually, I, I meant that as a joke initially, but now that I think about it, this really was it the really longest was that we've gone without hanging out. So, and Mike showed up in fuckboy shorts. Oh, I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> fuckboy shorts with the quads out. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought anything. I feel like they're, <laughs> are mine? I feel like they might be the same. It's the difference is the difference is that mine are like the uh, basketball short materials. So there's a little more, uh, you know, Got it. similar to the gray sweatpant vibe, even though I don't, <laughs> I don't pack enough heat to rock the gray sweatpants, but you know, that's for another time. Dude, <laughs> when I'm, this is such useless information. This but, info. Yeah. But I remember in high school, I had these sweats and I love them because they had, you know, sweats with pockets, which is I'm sure has been, been a thing forever. But I, uh, I remember cutting my, my sweats to like be shorts. Yeah. And they're the, they're like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Like I wore they're all the, mangled at the bottom. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so comfy because they're sweats, but shorts. I used to wear them on do it for MBR shows. That's like, and I wasn't even trying to. I feel like that was like a kind of a punk thing, but I didn't feel like I was yeah. even trying. I was just, it just was so comfortable. Anyways, my problem with gray sweats is this: it's not the dick print. Like that's whatever. I'm Asian. They expect <laughs> that. I'm growing out of shower. You know mm-hmm. that type of deal. Mm-hmm. But my problem is I sweat. I sweat a lot and gray sweatpants show the sweat, right? Yeah. So as a thick boy, you're walking around the mall for like a half hour and all of a sudden you got that sweat line down the butt crack <laughs> or you got sweat on the inside of the thighs and you're like, oh no, this is not a good look. That's, that's my issue with the gray. So my issue with the khaki is very similar because it <laughs> goes through. But um, I remember on Warp Tour, this, yeah, whatever, fuck I'll say it. But uh <laughs> I remember like having this conscious thought of like, Oh dude, I hope I don't have just like a straight streak down yeah. my ass crack, you know? Yeah. And so I, I would <laughs> pre <laughs> pregame a little bit pregame water yeah. all over your body. Make sure it's like, I can already see my shorts kind of already getting like, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, there's, I mean, it, whether I started with that at all, I I was drenched yeah. by the show, but I just was self-conscious of that. Like, however long it was of just being like, there's a streak there for sure. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, so let's, um, uh, let's get, let's get it real quick. Get into the recap of the week. Cause we got a ton of questions to go over. We're, we're back yeah. on the questions this week. So, all right, I'll try to go through this quickly. So, uh, for my, okay. So my, this is, we're two weeks or a week behind. So, um, the previous week was my dad's 80th birthday. <laughs> I don't think he appreciates that we use his age when we talk about his birthday. But see, here's the thing. If you tune into the episode right now, he's calendared. He's got it on his calendar to be here for episode 31, right? So as long as all goes well, he's going to be here next week. And when you see him, 
Uh, first off, you're going to be like, how's this dude 80 and in better shape than both these young men sitting to his left and right? And that's fair. Also, he doesn't look 80. Like he... And he doesn't move like an 80 year old. Yeah. It's like a testament to like, if you really take care of yourself and you're really like, you know, dude, like, like when he, like when he just absolutely shit on you that one time, Yeah, <laughs> I made like a comment about how, like, you know, joking, like, Oh dad, like because of dad, now we have to live. We're going to like live forever. <laughs> My dad's like, I take care of myself. <laughs> like, ah, oh. like, oh, man, that was a <laughs> nice little backhanded compliment there. Yeah. But what makes it hard is all that being said is like, I have the proof in front of me of what like a living, a clean, health, healthy yeah. lifestyle is. Yeah. I see it. And Taco well, Bell and yeah, my, meat and yeah. Dude, like my great grandmother was like a hundred or in her hundreds. My grandma was, she lived forever. Like it's, you know, it's like legit the proof is there. You just yeah. take care of yourself and live, you know, a pretty healthy lifestyle. Yeah. But I think the big thing is the mobility. Like your, your dad, your dad can out hike us. He can out walk us. He might even be able to bicep curl more than you. Dude, and that's not a joke. No, it's not at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So he's, yeah. And I, I'm, I mean, I can't imagine him being that bone dot that we mentioned his age, but it truly is pretty wild yeah. when you see him it's weird it's weird for me and i'm a freaking kid <laughs> um so yeah so my dad had <clears throat> and is my, that what the little vacation was for like when you yeah. went on the vacation was for his birthday okay yeah so then so my dad's birthday was on sunday and so the next day we almost we were gonna leave that night but we ended up just leaving early monday morning um and so uh you know my dad wanted to go see uh his sister up in San Jose. And so I think from that is when we just figured, let's make a trip of it. And so my sister-in-law and my mother, I think mostly my sister-in-law though, like planned out our whole day, which is pretty rad. And so we had, we had like a, like an itinerary, like, and yeah. we just did a bunch of little stops. Mike and I are being so strong right now. Not going so to the ice cream man. So strong. I hear the ice cream truck. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so we went up to, um, so we most, we were mostly in Monterey. We were in Monterey okay. for about two days. Um, but yeah, it was cool. We saw, we stopped in, we stopped in like the, uh, I forget all the little beach spots. We stopped at, but we saw elephant seals. Nice. Which is cool. Nice. Um, we saw otters in the wild. Um, and then just, yeah, just little, little places to eat. It was, it was cool. It was fun. Um, it was just my parents, myself and, you know, my brother and my sister-in-law and my nieces. And, uh, we we're it all, was just the whole family, the whole family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were, uh, all in the same, we rented a van, nice. which, which was cool. Minivan or like a, or like, did you feel like home, like in the tuna? No, no, no. It wasn't, I, that would have been cool to have like the 60. Yeah. We all have our own like places to lay and stuff. No, it's it just a van. But um, yeah, it's funny, cause, man, because my nieces they're so they're so cute. But every now and then it's like they're just they just fight and they bicker about little things. But um, siblings, man. Yeah. But then like they'll have these moments where like you'll hear them like singing together in the back. Yeah. And they're just like. <laughs> it's like you and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> it's we're we're trying hard to be like, because like you know they they play they play together all the time, but then they also fight fight <laughs> all the time. So like whenever my brother and I try to, we go and do something, and it's, we try to make it like we're gonna go do something because we like each other. Like yeah. we like we're gonna have fun. We don't fight like that kind of thing. But um, they're like we don't care about yeah, at all. No. Um, no, it is cool. It's fun. We get to just a bunch of little, little uh, just sightseeing, and um, yeah. And then uh, got back. Oh, got back. And uh, so earlier. Oh, I, in all fairness, they gave me time. Uh, so my dad is pastoring at a church in Paris, and so one of the members had asked if I would sing. For actually, he asked if I could sing for my dad's birthday. And I was like, no, I can't. It's like too short notice. Um, and then they asked if I could sing for Father's Day. And then asked if I could surprise him. Like they were going to just put special guests and have it be a surprise. And so I, uh, I was like, yeah, for sure. And then I went on a week vacation with my dad when I was with him like the entire time. And so there's no time to really practice. Yeah. Like at least how, I, you know. And so part of like my whole stress and the whole, uh, I said Friday was all crazy. Yeah. So we got back late on Thursday night and then Friday I was, I had, I worked, um, I had my haircut, which I had to do. Um, hung out, hung out with one of my friends and then, uh, and then that night I had to just go out into my car and practice this song for the first time. Full volume. Song was called Jesus. Volvera. <laughs> been funny. Was was this like a was this like a performance or was it like a like I'm gonna stand up like turn your hymnals to page forty six? No, this is like this was like me, man. The song's called The Father's House. Father's Day, Father's Whose House. Whose house runs house? <laughs> Corey Asbury is who performs it. Muy interesante. Yeah. Uh, look, man, this this is me. I'm not going to turn the volume up, but like, went up there full. Look at you, windbreaker, angel's hat. <laughs> I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing that. Standing in front of the church, wearing windbreaker and a hat. Definitely not. I looked, I came, I came correct, I think. But anyway, so yeah. Um, so I was able to learn this song sing it for the first time in about an, in a night's work. It's impressive. And, uh, yeah. So it, it dude, I was, I didn't, I didn't think I would be able to surprise my mom. And I, and I almost had to tell my mom because <laughs> Cause she was being your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and the, dude, the only reason why I didn't, why I wanted to keep it a surprise for my mom is because knowing my mom, she would have made, she would have made it so much more extra. Yeah. She would have been like. She would have invited all of us. We would have all been there. Yeah, there would have been like a slideshow. There would have been a pop while I was singing. Yeah, you know, there'd been lights and stuff. We'd have all had cutouts of your face. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like this, we think we're joking, but we're not. But um, so yeah, definitely kept it a secret from uh, from both of them. And then uh, when I got there, I wanted to like set the camera up because I wanted I wanted to get you know a good view of it and stuff. And um, the balcony areas were like roped off. And so I was like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to just go up there. And so that's when I almost asked my mom, I was like, hey, mom, can I, uh, I was like, can you come back? Can you come to the back of the church? And so I texted her that. And while I texted her that, I had also asked one of the church members uh, if I can go up there. And 
I, I sent the text to my mom and then I get the text from the church member. It's like, yeah, yeah, go up, go up. It's fine. And so I just took off upstairs and so then she will go looking for you. So my, well, so my mom came looking for me. Yeah. And so she was just like, Hey, did you mean to text me? Cause like I wasn't in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come in the back. And, um, so they knew you were there. They just didn't know you were singing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is also funny. Cause they told me not to come. Why? Because I had friends that were going to be at my brother's church. Oh. And so, and, and this, this is just like my dad. My dad's like, no, like you let him go with his friends. Like we've been together all week. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, seriously, I just don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. He's just, he's like, I'm tired. I've seen enough. And so, um, anyway, so yeah, it worked out. Uh, I went up there, sang and, um, I think I did okay. Um, I can't really watch it back. Why? <laughs> it's because... It's a, <laughs> I feel like it's good enough for, for what it was, but, but not good enough to replay it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I kind of, I kind of, I listened to like most of it just to kind of hear volume wise. Yeah. And then, um, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Can we, can we, can we play it here? Can you pull a little snippet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, not right now. You just send it to me and I'll put it in, I'll, I'll, I'll handle it in post. <laughs> that makes me nervous, Michael. I'll put it in post. You're gonna be like, yeah, and it's like you, like you only like took like five seconds off, like, so, like me walking up. It's not the whole thing. It's not the whole thing. It's just you walking up, and I Photoshop like a, a hat and a windbreaker <laughs> on it, but it doesn't quite line up with your body. It just floats. It's it's just the audio of my performance, but it's like footage of like MVR. It's footage of the Ghost Inside video where Vigil is wearing the Mike Perez staple minus the <laughs> angel hat. It yeah, kind of does look. I felt like I was like, is that is that the Costco? Is the Costco hat we had? But um, yeah. So, what so is, is that how you guys uh so, like celebrated Father's Day then? Just the church performance? Or did you guys end up doing something? Uh oh, and then uh, no. So then on on uh, for Father's Day we barbecued. Oh, okay, my brother barbecued. Nice. Dude, my mom got these like fat steaks from Costco. Dude. Costco's where it's at when it comes to the meat department. Dude, I, I was, yeah, I was surprised. I was yeah. very stoked. Um, but yeah, she uh, she got yeah some good some good cuts, and uh, I, <laughs> we watched that in golf. I invited um, Mike over to the house for a barbecue Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, but you had plans with um, some of the brew crew, mm-hmm. right? Uh, intern Harry who. You guys might have heard of early on in the uh, early on in this series that um, that never showed up for his internship. <laughs> intern Harry. So um, you know he's still intern Harry. Still but on the table, Harry. Is he though? Anyways, um, so we so Mike. I'm telling Mike like, yeah, we're gonna barbecue. You know, whatever. He's like, uh, you know, I'll let you know. And then um, I, we send him like a picture or video of of me grilling and what I'm grilling. I've got burgers on the grill. I got like. Dude, a ton of wings. Like we did half lemon pepper, half of the pollo asada, mm. uh, dry rub. And um, <clears throat> Mike's like, "Wait a minute, that's not vegan." And I was like, "No, sir, we're doing a real barbecue. Where are you at?" <laughs> didn't show up. Still didn't show up. Mike's lady friend is basically she's more vegetarian, right, than vegan. Yeah, more vegetarian than anything else. Yeah. And so, and it's been good when she cooks. It's been good. And that wasn't why I was not going to come. Yeah, okay. But I was <laughs> surprised to see all that 
meat. Yeah, it's funny because like the grill is full. There's burgers. There's like wings. That's I had, so full. At first, I had like you know like cooked them on high heat, then moved them up to the top rack to kind of you know slow cook or whatever. And then there's just one impossible burger <laughs> off to the side in the corner, just right. one patty. You know. Yeah, that was. Dude, spe- uh, speaking of Father's Day, I took my dad out for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. uh, I took him out to. I took my parents out to the winery, one of the wineries in Temecula. Um, <clears throat> this is the first time I've hung out with my dad on Father's Day. I'm pretty sure for like 17 years. Damn. Because he, he's always been in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I've always and I've been out here since I was 17. Um, and it was definitely interesting. It's, it's definitely it's kind of nice to be able to be like, yeah, I'm, let me take care of, let me, you know, let me take care of the bill. I didn't even, I didn't even look at the check. They're like, here it is. I was like, here, just, <laughs> just take care of it, you know, but it's cool, man. Um, it's, it's definitely nice to like have them here and take them out. Um, what, what, what was the, uh, what was the place and what was like, what was the menu? I think. <clears throat> Mira Miramonte Winery. Um, I got a burger. Uh, my dad got like the firecracker wings. Uh, I think my my mom got a burger too. And then um, Karima got the pesto mac and cheese. Mm. Um, and then we also ordered like the uh, the uh, what's it called bread and spreads. So there's like a pesto like cream cheese. Damn. And like a, I'm so hungry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I keep talking about like a sun-dried tomato spread and like all the stuff with like fresh baked bread. Yeah. And then we just had like a bottle of wine. So it was cool. That's cool, so, man. <clears throat> yeah, very cool. What, and then what was your what was your week before that? Really, just uh, I mean, we went up to Big Bear, um, just kind of chilled. You hiked. I did. Hiked. Got sunburned as hell. <laughs> like, but now I'm just dark. But like, yeah, I think me too. My you face know. was red. Yeah, I went hiking. Um, that was cool. Uh, ate at a really good. There's a, so if you're ever in Big Bear, there's a Thai restaurant like right in downtown, like Old Town, and it is fire. It yeah. is so good. And I walked in there with like with like liquid death cans and just like sat on the table. They're like, "What the hell?" They're like, "Do you guys need water? Or are you okay?" And I was <laughs> no, like, "Just okay. a glass of ice, please." Yeah, we're fine. Ksh. And then I took a video, I took a slow motion video of me pouring the liquid death into the uh, glass, but I was more focused on the phone than the actual thing. I just spilled water all over the table. <laughs> like this asshole over here. <clears throat> death. But yeah, it's just been, uh, yeah, work and does it. So. <clears throat> Sick. Um, so this is, this is an anniversary today. Yes. So first off, we've, we missed a couple, a couple things. Um, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Sunday was uh, the official day. Today was the official, the first ever uh, like annual holiday, right? Oh, really? Yeah. So today was the first, I think, today was the first ever Juneteenth as a federal holiday. So like banks were closed, post office closed, all that stuff. Really? Yeah. I don't know that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which is was open. crazy. That's wild. Oh, that makes sense then why, day, why we were so slow. Yeah. Today's a federal holiday today. Oh, that's so, cool. If you were checking your bank accounts today, all those charges are going to hit tomorrow, so be prepared. Mm, yay. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> all your weekend stuff continued through Monday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that was today. I, I'm pr- like I'm not, I'm pretty sure that this was the first ever 
could be wrong. I, I think, I think I'm right. I don't, I don't remember at all. I think I'm right. Year. I think it was, it, this is the first time it's been a federal holiday. Cool. Um, <clears throat> this month is also, um, it's men's mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. So I got some, you know, statistics like I, like I do. We'll some go over stuff. it, like, you know, kind of close with it. Mm-hmm. And then not only that today, a year ago, Mike Prez graduated from, uh, from higher learning education. From the, the university that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's a year. So that's it's been one year, and um, in that year, it's been a roller coaster ride for your mental health. You know, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. You know, but it's a you're ending out the year strong, yeah. and um, and one of the things that's that's uh, interesting for your mental health is while you were on this vacation. You uh you got to experience the dating app life in other cities. Yeah. Now, I already asked him. He said he did not sneak away from his family no. to hang out with any chicks. Mm-mm. Wouldn't do that. You remember that Dan Cook joke? Like, you know, your friends come in town. They're like, where the chicks at, bro? Like, oh, on aisle seven? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you, got your, uh, you got your experience with dating apps outside of Southern California. And what did you, what did you find? So I found that Southern California... Uh, my area to be specific, uh, girls don't like you. It's, not, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, I, I w- I'll just say this, that the minute I got into like Santa Barbara up yeah, w- was the most I've ever gotten on my, <laughs> on these apps. All of a sudden like, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. I'm like, I feel like, uh, I think, I don't know. I'm like. Like, is there not very many Hispanic dudes up this way? Or, and I, I think the best part about it too is that like, Mike is so painfully unaware of how to use these apps that he didn't even know that it was going to change his location mm-hmm. while he was traveling. So he got up there and he's like, "Why am I getting all these?" I was like, "What yeah. is happening?" <laughs> yeah, and then I, and then I I quickly realized I was like, "Oh, these they're not from here." Yeah, and so. I'm a brown kid and I'm a brown kid in the north. Just a bunch <clears throat> of girls want to disappoint their families. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of women want to just give it to their parents. A lot of a lot of women li- looking to upset their fathers on Father's Day, mm-hmm. you know. So that's interesting. Did you did you make any meaningful connections that you're going to keep continue talking to? Uh, I think so. I feel like I've gotten past. I'm not as like I'm not Weird. mean. I'm not mean. But I'm very, uh, oh, what's the word? I think we talked about this before. Like, I'm just kind of like, eh, well. <laughs> so I tried explaining <laughs> this to somebody this, actually this week, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know how to explain it. I was like, you know, like, when you get to know Mike, there's the Mike that you, <laughs> you see, you know, like, there's NBR Mike, you know, he's going to empower you. He's going to, um, you know, pick you up. He's going to lift you up. He's going to be positive. And I was like, and then there's Mike, you know, that you get to know on the day to day where he's like, he'll tell some jokes, you know, he laughs with the best of them. Um, you know, he'll, he'll say some things here and there. And then I was like, then there's mental health Mike who is like, I'm here to support you. And I, you know, I'm here to hear your feelings and give you solid emotional advice. I go, then Mike goes into savage mode <laughs> and I was like, and I can't begin to explain <laughs> savage Mike. 
And it's a side of Mike that not many people see and not many people, especially now, get to see as he's gotten older and wiser. But (laughs) and when I'm explaining this, they're like, no, I can't see I can't see Mike ever like cracking like mean jokes or I was like, you should just see the uh, drafts that he has. (laughs) So. You know, I, and then, so yeah, I'll go, go. I I go, the best way I can describe it is this, you know, how like I know how to turn it on and off and I can, you know, sit here and have like a very one-on-one conversation with you. And then I can turn around and be the biggest asshole in the room. There's a reason why Mike and I get along. They're like, I still don't see it with Mike. (laughs) So you've done a very good job of hiding this. I've learned how to function in society. Yeah. No, um, it's one of those things where like, I just feel I feel like I feel like there's a big difference between and I and I take this back to even like with MBR stuff. People called us a positive man. Yeah. And I don't know if that's t- entirely true. Like I definitely feel like we do try and there is things like we are uplifting and we try to be uplifting. Right. But like we have songs about like some pretty shitty topics yeah. and or tough topics and yeah. it's like I don't know. For me, I'm just like, well, I was like, did you not like when when people talk to me, they're like, oh, like, I didn't think you had, I didn't think you felt that way about this and this. I'm like, read my lyrics. Like yeah. some of the stuff I'm not, <laughs> I didn't not, think you said the cuss words. Uh, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. How I cuss a lot on stage and stuff or just in general. Yeah. I don't know. I think I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel like with, I feel like I'm, I, I try to, I try to, uh, I always, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of my surroundings and, and stuff, but there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. I think my, my, I think my problem is I'm very observant <clears throat> with things. I think I just see things and I think I'm seeing things for what they are. So it's easier to like make a joke of it rather than just be upset by it. Yeah. I think that's my, anyway. but on my, on day naps, I feel like I have fun with people just cause I don't care. Yeah. But that's fair. Yeah. It's fine. You can keep that mentality if you want to hide your hurt heart. <laughs> As I look over at my <laughs> and that and that leads me into the questions. Let's let's All jump right. into these questions. Um so I'm not a dickhead. Just he can be. <laughs> Um, all right. So Brad, uh, said, how do you fight for positivity when heartbreak after heartbreak keeps on compounding? Um, I think you have to just every day start new every day. You have to start over, start new. Um, what was it? How do you find, how do you fight for positivity when heartbreak after heartbreak keeps on compounding? Yeah. Every, every day is a new opportunity and it has to be, you can't, it's easier said than done, but you can't have carryover. Yeah. And, um, and when it comes to relationships, the whole idea of compounding and stuff like this is, and this is okay. So this might be fall into like the savage part of my, of my personality. I tell people when they're not ready to date and it very, it's very easy for me. Some people come just like, they'll ask like, Hey, do you think but I'm like, no, yeah. Do you think I'm right? No. We've done that to one of our, some of our best friends. Yeah. yeah one yeah. of our best friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in particular. And it's like, it's like, no, because you're clearly not over this person. You're yeah. not over this, this, uh, that last relationship. So you're having this bad carryover into your next one. And so you're starting off on a bad, on a, you know, not a level playing field. You know, when you're, when you're still carrying so much 
Like, honestly, I mean, obviously you're going to carry things from past relationships and, you know, you're going to always have, if something bad happened, you'll probably always have in the back of your mind. I'm talking about just like, like things that are just like right in front of you, clear as day, like you're still upset about this yeah. and now you're going to try to date someone else to get, you know, it's just never, never a good idea. I think not only that too, like I, one thing that I, especially like in the past years have learned is that like that distance or, or separation from, you know, whatever's caused that heartbreak. Like it sounds, it sounds so cliche, but the more time you spend away from it, the more you start to see it mm. from like a m more unbiased perspective. Yeah. Right. Like you, this, the person that could be like the absolute love of your life, you know, can you, you feel that way and, and there's no, there's validity in what you're feeling. Yeah. Absolutely. But at the same time, they could be, awful to you and for you yeah. but because you're so used to that you're so used to that company you're so used to that relationship that like you can't imagine anything else mm. whether it's good or not um <clears throat> and then that might not just necessarily be with relationships like it just could be like i went through a bad breakup and then you know like my dog died and then you know family got sick and then like it could just be different heartbreaks that pile up mm. on top of each other and i think like you have to kind of step back and separate the emotions on yeah. situations like that. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you know, if you're in a relation, let's say it's relationship based solely, you're in a relationship, you have to be cognizant of when you are ready to move on. Mm -hmm. Right. You might feel like you need to move on, you know, and feel like, um, I need somebody in my life to make me happy. And that's, you know, not necessarily the case, mm -hmm. but if you find somebody that helps you heal and helps you be like positive and uplifted, that, you know, then yeah, that's something that's good for your life. Right. But at the same time, you have to kind of learn to separate everything and then view it objectively. And as hard as that is, time helps with that. <clears throat> and what, like what you said is so big. If you can, for anything, if you can take emotion out of it and see it for what it is and try to make decisions based on that, like you'll have, you'll find that it's a lot more uh, things are, I mean, there's a lot of gray and everything, but it just, I feel like it makes things a lot easier. Just like your hair. Man. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I, my, my brother had hair dye. I was tempted, dude. No. I was tempted. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail your, <laughs> your statement. It just felt like the right thing to say. Yeah. No, but yeah, if you're just taking emotions out of things like it, which is easier, way easier said than done, but you'll, I think you'll find that like if you're able to like step back and just try to see things for like what they are, not yeah. what you what what you hoping feel. they yeah. will be or you think it. Yeah. So yeah, good question. Uh, Brad also asked, <clears throat> how do you feel like the world has improved in viewing mental health? What steps still need to be made? Uh, I think the Robin Williams, uh, Robin Williams death was a big, like, like step slash push towards mental health. And, um, I think, uh, I think, I think, you know, if it's one of those, not to sound like, like negative or def like, like, a def like defeatist or anything, but I feel like we're made, we've made a, we, like, it's a big step. Yeah. Like you're starting to see it a lot more now. People are like talking about more. There's hashtags, there's things, there's mental health month for men or whatever. Um, but there, but there's still such a long way to go. I think the gift and the curse of, and we've talked about this on multiple episodes, the gift mm -hmm. and the curse of mental health being in, um, so like being in the forefront now, 
um, is it's opening a lot of people's eyes and perspectives to the concept of mental health, mm -hmm. not just for, you know, like specific types of people. It's opening it for everyone, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and I actually had reposted uh, a clip of like Youngblood and um, Travis Mills. Shout out to Travis, Riverside Kid. Um, and, you know, they're basically talking about mental health and how like, you know, yes, it's a good thing that it's in the, in the forefront. It's a good thing that like people are relating to these songs and relating mm. to this music, but at the same time, it's become a hashtag. Mm. So it's like, oh, here's something that everybody's into right now so we can address it. Right. Same thing, you know, when Dylan uh, was on the show, shout out to Dylan Tyag, mm. you know, he was talking about like social media and how like there are times when they'll talk about different mental health um, issues or topics and it's such a generalized point that they're making and then they go okay that explains it you're done mm. like oh he's a narcissist that's it yeah. there's no talk about like how do we address the issue how do we address that right. so <clears throat> i think that with time kind of just like with everything else like it's going to be like there's going to be this big hill to climb and then eventually it's going to correct kind of take like course correct itself yeah. you know but in the meantime it is still at least good that it's in the consciousness of everybody yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that over, like, how it just was, like, almost like a, it was almost treated like a, <laughs> a conspiracy. Yeah. Like a conspiracy theory. Like, what, mental health? Or that's just, that's just, for, you know, for sad and crazy people. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, Brad, again, are there any songs that you never released that you wish you released? And have you tried to revisit them? Um... Uh, so there, there is a version of Ode to Logan, an original version of it that I thought was pretty fun, but the one we released is the better, yeah. is the better version. Um, there is a song that we have, which we might even the I, the unreleased song. The, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about the freaking he the one that's too heavy for. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like it's cool. I mean, lyrically, I think it's I, I stand by it. I'll, you know, of course, lyrically, but um, I just feel like it's not MBR. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's, not MBR. it's like it's a it's a much harder version of NBR. Yeah, and Daniel, I you know, I actually did an Instagram live during the pandemic, and I had Daniel on, and he even and I I had recorded, I had done vocals. There's we have a song. It's yeah. done. We have a song. Yeah, and um. And, uh, and Daniel <laughs> apologized on the live and he just, he was like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I don't know. I just, I was like in a headspace of like, just wanting to write something that's like heavy and crazy. And I really didn't give you a whole lot <laughs> like <laughs> as far as what I do with MBR and that. But anyway, so yeah, we ha we do have an unreleased song. I don't think we have any songs that like we left on the cutting room floor that I'm like, oh, I wish we had that. Um, I feel like anything we moved on from, it was, it was with, I think it was the right move. Yeah. I have a ton, a ton, especially like solo stuff that just start what, what's one your, night. What's your, what's one that if you could have it out? I don't know. Um, Cause there's a, there's a, there's a lot of things that was just like experimenting. It's those things that like when you, like I would just sit and like like, you know, produce something or write something and then put lyrics to it. And then like, you know, you up until like 3am, you're like, this is 
fucking dope, right? And then you get up the next morning and you play it back and it just sounds like absolute garbage and you're like, oops. <laughs> so there and there's a ton of like um there's a ton of like solo stuff like the Mikey Diamond stuff when it like fizzled mm-hmm. that I just I had kind of like ready to go, but just well, I think I'm done here. So they're just like on the back burner and they're just sitting there. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll randomly find like emails or stuff, or like tracks in my phone where I've worked with people and I'm like, oh, I remember this. Oh, shit. And I'll send it <laughs> to Martin, like, Martin, you remember you produced this beat? He's like, what the fuck? You still have this? Like, stuff like that. But nothing that I would ever be like, this should be out. Yeah. You know, the world should hear this type thing. Yeah. I definitely have songs that I feel like I'd be. I'd be a little embarrassed. <laughs> oh, there's definitely songs that I'd be very embarrassed uh, to to release, and we just won't talk about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. The late night people. If anyone who's, I mean, I guess you can experience experience this with school and like writing papers. Anything. Anything yeah. where it's like everything seems like a good idea when it's late at night. Yeah, and you're in a groove. Mm-hmm. Like you you're like this is sick. And then when you wake up in the morning, you're rested and you have your brains working again. And you see what you've done, and you're like, oh, okay, that's there's a there's a creative void song on our EP. Um, uh, I think it's timeline. If you watch the when we played it live at like the first ever Pure Noise showcase mm-hmm. up in the Bay, so we played it, and there's a video of us performing that song, right? Completely different lyrics, completely different uh, <laughs> everything, <laughs> like absolutely different than what actually mm-hmm. came out on the EP. And I was like, and I go back and watch that live video. I'm like, wow, that was a shit show. <laughs> so bad. Because like, you know, we like we had, ju- I think we had just written it and we went up there and played it. Like, this is a new song. And then it didn't turn out to be that song. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Oh. <clears throat> all right. Jesse Toka asked, when will you have all the boys on the podcast at once? Well, uh, when we have more mics and more seats. Yeah. And, and what a shit room. show that would be. And what a shit show that would be. <laughs> we tried to do it. For those of you that don't know this, there is a uh, YouTube-only episode where we uh, had some drinks and mm-hmm. we sat down with NBR right before oh, the, yeah. the comeback show. And that was a <laughs> that was interesting. That was interesting. <clears throat> uh, Jesse Toka asked, how did you feel about the Impossible Burger? Uh, I didn't have it. You didn't have it? I mean, I've had one. Are you talking about just in general? Yeah. Because uh, it rocked his world when he was here. He was so upset that he Oh, it. when we went. Yeah. yeah. No, it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, <clears throat> all right. Brad asks, how do you combat the instincts of comparison to others? Mm. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. It's something that's hard to do. It's really hard to not, especially whatever it is, career, education, um, whatever it is you're into, it's hard not to compare yourself or, me- or try to measure yourself to someone else. I think yeah. there's some, there's some, uh, I think in some cases it's kind of, you know, to have uh, some kind of measurement to be like, okay, this is where I'd like to get or, but to like compare yourself and then to feel like, oh, I should be by this, you know, I should be here by this or, you know, I do, I, I should, I go through that like all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I go through that all the time. Like, <clears throat> I should be at this point in my life. I should be here, or like, oh man, I, you know, I had my twenty year, my twenty year reunion. Yeah, your tween years, my tween years. <laughs> but uh, you know, and, it, and even with that, it's just hard to be like, oh dang, like. I think that one of the things. 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things that we could, <laughs> this uh, this sounds super douchey, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's some validity to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to like reunions and stuff like that, um, you see people who are like far more successful than we are. You know, they've made more money, they've got nice houses, they've got you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the aspect of like, but they spent their entire twenties and now thirties, you know, like just nonstop working just to have that. Mm. Right. Whereas you have stories to tell and you have life experiences and like, you know, you were able to do crazy things. And then the lucky ones have all of that, Yeah, you know? Um, and it's hard to compare yourself to them because like, that's a, you know, it's, we, we live in a world right now, especially our age and, and everybody younger than us. We live in a world of social media where everybody posts their coolest shit online. The highlight reels. It's a highlight reel. It's all highlights. And like when you look at it from that perspective, like there's no competing and there's no, you know, competition and there's no way to be like, oh, sick, I'm doing better than this person. You know, so <clears throat> it's tough, man. You got it. You have to, at some point in time, just realize like, I can't, I just have to focus on me. Right. And then like, what's the next step for me? What's the, like little wins build up to bigger things. And like, you see that, you know, like one of the cool posts that I see are like, just think that like right now you're doing things that 12 year old you wanted to do, mm. right? You're living life. So you might not be where you want to be, but you're still doing things that the little kid version of you wanted to do. Mm. Little kid version of you wanted to play punk rock. Little kid version of you wanted to talk shit to random strangers, you know? And that's kind of where you're at. So <clears throat> it's like small wins, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's so hard. It's so hard not to play that game, but yeah, be happy where you're at. Uh, Jesse Toka said, did you miss Mike? I did. That was probably for you though. <laughs> <laughs> the, the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, this one's definitely for you. Stephanie said, Hey handsome. Welcome back to SoCal. Good to be back. Hola. Como estas? <laughs> Stephanie. Good to be back. <laughs> and Jesse, I, <laughs> I said this to Jesse and it fucked him up. And I think he's talked to you about it. But do you believe we're in a simulation since cars and a bus are basically the same size, but a bus has more space? Yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> How does it fit in the same lane? And it's, uh, <laughs> oh, dude, this is like it's the same lane. And it's not even like, it's like, well, you know, there's, there's a passenger and a driver's seat, both cars and there's middle. Yeah. But there's an aisle. There's also benches where like there's multiple people can sit in those yeah. and an aisle. Yeah. Sometimes double-decker, Sometimes too. double-decker. Anyways, uh, tune in for uh, Mike Questions Everything coming soon, as soon as we're <laughs> done with the build-out. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brad again asked, are there any new bands you're enjoying? Um, there was... Some, there was uh, Aaron, who we got to get on the podcast. Uh, Aaron, he has a really cool podcast called Growing Up Growing Punk. Up. Uh, he sent me a band. I can't... Th- Oh my, they're not new. They were like from like 2000 and like six or something like that. They're sick. Yeah. They're kind of like almost like thrice but more like, yeah, they're sick. Which by the way, did you see thrice, uh, thrice is playing the, the 20 year anniversary shows 
and like they immediately sold out. <laughs> oh. And they had to add more shows. Oh, wasn't it for like Illusion of Safety? Yeah. Yeah. Is, Ill- is Illusion of Safety 20 years old? I think so. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> Man, I feel like new bands. Yep. 20th anniversary of Illusion of Safety shows. Damn. So, uh,. They, it was December, House of Blues, December 17th and 18th, sold out. And then I think they added another show, sold out, and then there's, I think now there's a fourth. See, I would kill to see that show. Yeah. New Thrice. Like, I like New Thrice, I, but it's not Thrice. It's not. I, I, res- I respect it, and I, you know, I'm happy for people who like it. I don't like it. Yeah. It's not. I can't get into it. Like, I've tried. It's like, it's like old man punk rock. I think if they if it was under a different name, because I love Dustin's solo stuff. Yeah. I think if it was under a different name, I'd probably be more about it. Yeah, but I to, can see that. But to still have, like, because, dude, I I think of Phoenix Ignition, like, you know, like Deadbolt thrice. Yeah. Like. Uh. Um. Have you checked out the new Greyhaven album? If not, please promise me you will. I have not. I have not. I will check that out, though. Um, you need to try that ice cream on the corner you passed. Trust, it's bomb.com. We always support the folks around here. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, were there any band names you kicked around before settling on NBR? <laughs> Do you want to say them? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. One of them was... Give them one. Let's give him one. The, the disgruntled postman. The disgruntled postman. That's fair. We had this one was, at the, at the time. <laughs> it seems so dated, but this is when they post office people were going on rampages and stuff. The, that's that was around the time. That's why we didn't do it. Okay, because it became actual real. It yeah, became real. it became a real thing. Um, no, but we a name that we had, which it sounds so like like we're not from the East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we had. Uh, one of the names we threw around was Ill Humor. <laughs> nice. It'll hit you later. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about like we were like 13 years old and we were like thinking of band names because MBR didn't come about until like when we actually had instruments and yeah. became a band it was like a year and a half later. But yeah, um, counterclockwise. Counterclockwise is not bad. Mm-hmm. Definitely wouldn't fit the music you play now. No, but uh, that was also like such a like there was like nine hundred bands called Counterclockwise. What about Counterclockwise? Mm. Countercocks. There you go. It's our new punk rock band. TMTM Walking Blind Podcast 2022. <laughs> uh, if you could live anywhere in the U.S., where would you want to live? I've lived all over, and I think I'm staying in California. Yeah. I'd probably move somewhere in California, I think, at this point. Uh, there's places where I could live. I don't know if I'd want to live there. Does that make sense? Is that? Yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's places I would definitely, like, like to spend long-term time at. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't put down roots there. Yeah. I think so. <clears throat> uh, so Jesse asked, why did you name the band NBR? And then why did you name the band Burner State? And why do I name the band Creative Void and then why Torture Culture? Let me start. Yeah, you go first. 
Create a Void, uh, I think our name was originally, which is fucking way harder, uh, Controller. Controller was the original name of the band. Oh, cool name. Uh, and then I think there was like already a, like a reggae band that was like sick that had the name Controller. <laughs> so then I think we, I, if I remember right, I might be completely wrong, but we were just sitting around and then we, we said like, create a void was like one of the names that was thrown out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then like, you know, Jake was like, well, why don't we just like fuck with people and just be like create a void? You know, and then we were like, should we put a colon in there? Should we not? Should like, so if you actually look at the logo, it says like the C is capital and then the A and the V are both capital because it was create a void. Mm-hmm. But the way we like bunched it together was create a void. Oh, I don't And then I it just that. stayed that way. So like the very first logo, like it was like a capital C, capital A, capital V. Yeah. I always thought <clears throat> create a void was sick. I thought, yeah, I thought so too. But then uh, it just, became I thought two it, words. I thought it I thought you guys made it two words just because it's like to make it like a secret thing or like it, that kind of was in the end what it was. Mm-hmm. Um and then torture culture, honestly that that name was around before I joined the band. Mm. Um so like the the band like Jake and Dan and everybody were like kind of writing music together and jamming and Jake already had the idea for the name. Um and then he kind of floated it to everybody. Uh, it's a, if you don't know, it's a no warning record. Um, <clears throat> and then, so we were like, oh, okay, you know, that's cool. And then it was just one of those things where like, we're too old to be sitting here thinking of band names. So let's just go with that. Like, <laughs> just keep torture culture. So uh-huh. yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <clears throat> uh, so for no bragging rights, we wanted something like, self-deprecating or humble or something like because it, like, it was punk like we were like a punk band when we first started so we wanted like something like the losers or like something yeah. you know uh but uh no bragging rights came about uh just because i felt like and I've, and I've always felt this with with music in general it's like uh for for mb okay for mbr it's just like well you need everyone to make this thing work. And so from, from like an individual thing, it's like a team thing. You know, it's not my band. It's not our drummer's band. It's not our bassist band. We are the band. Like this is, yeah. you know, it's a team thing. That's how I, I that's how I felt or interpreted, interpreted it. But then also just, um, I just felt like, you know, it's so, I think it's just cool to not, not be boastful about shit. Yeah. And so from that, and that was another reason for the name, but, yeah. And then where did Burner State come from? <laughs> Burner State is because we smoke hella weed. <laughs> no, we don't. But um, right now. But uh, no, it can't. Actually, what's funny is it came from. Uh, so, in Japan, a attractive woman is known as a burner. And so, we're kind of throwing up different ideas for that. I don't know how. I can't remember how we settled on Burner State. Cause we were gonna, we had, I think we were gonna be called burners mm-hmm. or no burner, just burner. Burner would be good. Yeah. And then I don't know where the state came from. I think it just kind of like, it has all kinds of stuff. So we're from California. And so it's like hard not to have that whole, <laughs> <laughs> the weed thing tied to it, but yeah. it's whatever. Um, 
I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know who came up with it. I don't think I did. I thought the burn idea was funny because I think it's it's like such a funny thing to call. Yeah. <laughs> to call these burners over here. Yeah. We got burner. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> so it kind of came from that. So. Well, speaking of burner state, Ty from Burner State uh, chimed in and said, "I don't know if anyone has asked this, but if you're in a relationship, are couples' costumes a quote unquote must?" <laughs> and to tie off of that, Jesse said, "Yes, Mike and I are going as the lifeguard and Smalls next year." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lifeguard. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Jesse should be the lifeguard. Jesse should be the lifeguard. Either <laughs> way, you guys be Wendy, it out. Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> I think relationship, relationship. Couples costumes are are only acceptable if they're funny. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to see like Fred and Wilma or, mm-hmm. you know, like things like that. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Like that. Come yeah. on. Like, you know, I want to see like, like the plug in the light socket. You know? Yeah. Well, or <laughs> Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. That's kind of funny. The 90s yeah. versions. Because that's what, that's what Sarah and I did. Yeah. <laughs> Had a mullet and everything. I think awesome. like like couples costumes, um, like tie, you know, what if what if it was it was like um, you know, everybody from into the spider verse. Mm. You know? Things like that. That could be kinda cool. Yeah. I'm into the I'm into the couples costume things. They, are they a must? No. If they're done right, they're kinda sick. Yeah. <clears throat> oh <laughs> sick. Stacey Night One is Reno nine one one. I almost can't say what who's <laughs> Dude, you were so damaged by the end of that because you kept that falling was everywhere. The best and you were worst hammered. idea, dude. Best <laughs> and worst idea ever. I was, uh, what's his name? The rollerblading? Uh, oh. Not Terry. No, I can't. Was it Terry? <clears throat> I don't know. While you look it up, I'm going to uh, keep going. Okay. <clears throat> For the questions. Um, there's a couple topics that we threw in here that, um, we're going to save because we want to, uh, actually like go into them and, and go on. Jesse asked, when are we getting walking blind podcast merch sooner than you think? Yeah. If we find enough people to buy them, (laughs) dude, the character's name is Terry Bernardino. It's Nick Swartzen's character, the roller skates. I wore roller skates and a ridiculous outfit. Ridiculous outfit. Uh, I think if anyone saw those outfits that Stacey and I were wearing, we'd probably get canceled. You might. Because I don't know if you remember what hers was. Probably shouldn't say it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time, guys. Uh, Jesse asks, are you getting a pet raccoon? Uh, when I can financially support it, I will. That's fair. Because right now, you don't, you don't want to bring a raccoon into a life that it's not equipped for. Yeah. Because they require a lot of uh, attention, and they just need to have their space to do their thing. So, um, What is one album you want on vinyl? Uh, there's a, I don't have very many vinyls, so yeah. I'd probably want something from like Shai Lude. That's fair. Which I'm sure I could get, but I don't have very much vinyl either. It's one of the things that I like. I get it. It sounds great. It's one of those things that I just never, yeah, financially <laughs> took the time to to do. And I, I don't know if you felt this way, but there was a time in my life where I felt like I could have really gone in. Yeah. Because you know, it's like, oh, but if I buy this, 
then it sets me on a path. Then here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this, but if you can go to any show or concert that you wanted to go to, what show would you go to from Jesse? Uh, like current or? I think just in general. In general? I want to see Mind Force. I haven't seen them yet. And they were here and I fucking missed it. My own fault. Um... Ashley asks, can you talk about ways to help a friend through an anxiety attack? How does one help de-escalate? Uh, grounding is the best, probably one of the, one of the best things to do. Yeah. Um, helping someone. So whether this, whether you're going, it's helping a friend. So grounding, basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get the person to focus on like in the moment things, like things right in front of them. And so uh, what you want to try to get them to do is try to get them to sit down if possible. Uh, if there's nothing to sit down, then standing is fine. But then just make them be super aware of everything. So we'll just use, for instance, like we're sitting down. So if I were trying to help Mike, if Mike's going through an anxiety attack, I would tell him to just be like, hey, make sure like, are you both your feet on the ground? And then I'd ask him like, uh, or maybe I ask, <laughs> you know, again, this is all based on settings. Like take your shoes off. Yeah. And then what does the ground feel like? So Mike, Mike has uh, rich mahogany floors. <laughs> they're so, dark wood. They're dark wood. And so I would just ask him, like, what do you feel? What do your feet feel? And then and the, the, it doesn't matter really what they say. Like, let them be ridiculous. Let them be as detailed or not as or vague as they want. And, but you want to try to get them to get towards some kind of detail just because you want them to think about something other than what's on their mind. And so then you can have them have their hands on a table. Like, hey, how do you feel? What are your... Are your hands sweaty? Are they, are they you know, or it, it, you can have them put it on their on their legs. Like, do your hands feel hot in your legs? Do your legs feel cold? Do your legs feel hot? Um, and then just kind of move your way up. How's your chest feel? Are you what's your breathing like? Can you breathe okay? Do you need help? Do you feel Do you feel anything in your back? Do you feel anything in your lower back? Do you feel in your chest? Um, and then, yeah, just kind of get them kind of move up and. It's, that's a good, that's a good way to help, to help someone if you don't know what to do. Another, <clears throat> another thing too is just to kind of almost like mini shocks to the system, to your system. And, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned this on, on the podcast where biting into a lemon is helpful unless you do that all the time and then you just start eating lemons, which is probably not best for you. Not best for your enamel. No. But, um, you know, or if you live in, uh. Like if someone if someone's going through a panic attack, a panic attack, and then like let's just say uh, you live somewhere where it's snowing, then have them go outside with like like barefoot or something. Don't have them stay out there. Don't get get frostbite. Quick shock to the system. Yeah, quick shock. You know, or if it's hot, have them go outside. You know, or you know, or uh, have them go take a cold shower. Um. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of the 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 big thing is find a way to get them off track. Yeah. Because they're on one track and there's there's a lot of things going through their head and you want to try to get them like off that track and uh and usually usually that'll bring them down like grounding seems to be the best when you're helping someone else yeah that seems to be that seems to be the best because you can just find different things have them describe something or that's the other thing too i'd have them just be like i'd be like what are you holding in your hand and they'd be like a can okay what color is the can green what kind of green is it i don't know green does that green remind you of anything no 
beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it look like, yeah. Uh, what else is on the can? Oh, there's a skull. What kind of skull is it? I don't know. It's a skull. looks like it's melting. It's drippy. Yeah. What? Okay. What colors? You know, things like that. All, the, all that is getting them out of what they're thinking about. And so it seems silly, seems weird, but it's helpful. Nice. And then um, Ashley also added that uh, <clears throat> don't make fun of the G-Cal because some of us use them daily to stay on track. The what? The G-Cal, the Google Calendar. Oh, <laughs> I need that, I think. <laughs> um, so uh, most of the other questions are for Papa Perez when we have him here. Cool. Um, last two questions. Will Mike and Mike ever make an under oath type band? No. Mm-mm. No. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Jesse. I think the closest we got was the cover we did. Yeah. And then uh, if you could fuse any genres together for a band, what genres would you blend? Mm. I feel like most of it's been done. Yeah. Yeah. If I could be in any band that I'm not in, Right now, I'd want to be in Maroon 5's Songs About Jane. Whatever genre that was, <laughs> I want that. That's fair. <laughs> um, all right. So to close this out real quick, uh, because it is Men's Mental Health Month, and there's, there's going to be another episode before we you know close out this month. So mm-hmm. we'll, I got some other things to talk about. But... Um, so the U.S. male population is uh, 151,781,326 and um, reported males affected by depression per year is only 6 million. <clears throat> so one in five adults experience a mental health problem each year. Uh, serious mental illness costs America $193.2 billion in lost earnings mm. per year. <clears throat> And uh, there's five major mental health problems that affect men. There's depression. Over 6 million men suffer from depression per year. Male depression often goes undiagnosed. Men are more likely to report fatigue, irritability, loss of interest in work or hobbies, rather than feelings of sadness or worthlessness. And then when it comes to anxiety, approximately 19.1 million American adults ages 18 to 54 have an anxiety disorder. 3,020,000 3,020,000 men have a panic disorder, agoraphobia, or any other phobia. Mm. Uh, bipolar disorder uh, affects 2.3 million Americans. Um, an equal amount of men and women develop the illness. The age of onset for men is between 16 and 25 years old. Psychosis and schizophrenia, approximately 3.5 million people in the U.S. are diagnosed with schizophrenia and is one of the leading causes of disability. of people who are diagnosed with schizophrenia by age 30 are men. And then eating disorders. Males account for an estimated 10% of patients with anorexia or bulimia. Oops. And an estimated 35% of those with binge eating disorder. Men with eating disorders are less likely to seek professional help than women. Mm. And then, um, you know, fast facts about suicides. Um, among the elderly, the highest suicide rates in the U.S. are found in Caucasian men over the age of 85. Male suicides have been on the rise since 2000. Suicide is the seventh leading cause of death among males, accounting for 2.2% of all male deaths in 2011. <clears throat> Gay and bisexual men are more likely to, to develop mental health disorders than heterosexual men. 
gay males are at an increased risk for suicide attempts, especially before the age of 25. Mm. More than four times as many men as women die by suicide in the U.S. In 2010, a total of 38,364 Americans died by suicide, and over three quarters, or 79% of them, were men. And then risk factors, factors including social isolation, substance abuse, unemployment, military-related trauma, genetic predisposition, and other mood disorders put individuals at a higher risk for suicide. <clears throat> and then on top of that, uh, you have alcohol dependency uh, and substance abuse. So approximately one in five men develop alcohol dependency during their lives. Homosexual men are more likely to have higher rates of substance abuse than heterosexual men. And male veterans, regardless of their form of service, experience nearly twice the rate of alcohol and drug use as women. <clears throat> and then just uh, the science of male mental health. Uh, low levels of testosterone are correlated with depression, stress, and mood swings, especially among older men. Um, and then just when it comes to seeking treatment, men are less likely than women to seek help for depression, substance abuse, and stressful life events due to a reluctance a reluctance to talk, downplaying their symptoms or social norms. <clears throat> and then if you feel like, um, you know, like that, that this affects you and just not everybody. So there are some famous athletes that were like super open about mental health. Terry Bradshaw. Uh, uh, we have uh, Brandon Marshall. that was a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Larry Sanders, the center for the Milwaukee Bucks. Earl Campbell. I think it's interesting that these are all like athletes to mm -hmm. be like men, you know what I mean? Uh, but just on top of that, like, and, and by the way, this, this like infographic thing came from, <clears throat> uh, mental health America. Mm -hmm. So if you want to read up on it, it mhanational.org. Um, so if you guys think that you or a loved one are ex not just men, anybody are experiencing signs of mental illness, they do have like the free, um, quick and confidential screenings for depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety, PTSD, or alcohol and substance abuse problems that you can go online. And even if it's just a quick little look at, at, Oh, maybe I, maybe I am suffering from this. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, so yeah, keep that in mind. Like, you know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to men's mental health and especially when it comes to this type of shit, it's not talked about a lot, you know? And so hopefully, um, you know, this is kind of like eye-opening a little bit to everybody. Yeah. And and something you, I think, you know, just based on like they, they talk about athletes, but I mean, it's everyone. You talk to people in any any line of work. You know, one of our good friends was a uh, was a nurse. You know, a registered nurse, yeah. and he he had he he battled he battled it. Um, you know, I'm sure if you look at anything, law enforcement, military. firefighters, military. Um, it's you know it's it's everywhere and. Uh, yeah, again, this like the, the. It doesn't hurt to check, you know, for yourself, and it also doesn't hurt to you know kind of find ways to whether you're whether you're feeling any of this stuff at all or you feel good. I think it's just good in general to practice, you know, uh, you know, have coping mechanisms in your life and just have different, you know, different uh, activities that you can do to kind of just you know bring a little bit of light, you know, joy or or rest or relief into your, into your life. Um, I think that's just helpful in general that, you know, regardless of if you feel like you have any, anything or not. So, yeah. 
Well, that being said, make sure you guys uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us at Walking Blind Pod on most things. Mm-hmm. Um, Walking Blind Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us directly. Send us your questions for Papa Perez. Uh, yeah. He'll be here with us next week, and we can we can get to the bottom of uh, why Mike is so unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will see you guys soon. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.